Good morning and welcome to Living Seed Devotional with Apostle Thomas Adebile. Serving Grace. First Peter chapter 4 and verse 10. As every man had received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Good morning, beloved. We have looked at saving grace, sanctifying grace, strengthening grace, sharing grace, and now to look at serving grace. Serving grace, sanctifying grace, strengthening grace are more inward working of God's grace for our benefit. Sharing grace benefits us because giving generously benefits others also. Serving grace is given to us purposely to serve others. Serving grace is the wellspring, the fountain head of all ministerial gifts, callings and ability. It is a divine deposit of our lives from heaven, into our lives from heaven, that enables us to serve God in a way that pleases Him and benefit everyone around our lives. What is serving grace? Serving grace is God's power and ability to serve God and others with His divinely imparted gift and aptitude. Serving grace is an impartation of God's abilities and it also keeps us from being unproductive. Serving grace is love assisting. Post life and ministry did far more than teachings of doctrines of grace. His life was radically transformed by God's saving, sanctifying and strengthening grace. And his life was governed by God's sharing and serving grace. God's grace, God's grace saved Paul, made him more and more Christ-like, gave him the ability to endure the hardship of ministries and the pains, tears and worn out he experienced in ministry because the scriptures in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9 God said to him, my grace is sufficient for you. How did the seven grace of God upon Paul help him? Paul said, I receive grace and apostleship. Romans chapter 1 and verse 15. He said, Through the grace of God, I had become a wise master builder, which enabled him to establish the Corinthian church. 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 10. Paul said, we have depend on God's grace, not our own human wisdom. Second Corinthians 1 and verse 12. He spoke of the revelation and the error of grace which God showed him. Ephesians 3 and verse 2. He became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God. Ephesians 3 and verse 8. Paul's message was not generated from his intellect or will. He said it was through the grace given to me. Romans 12, verse 3. Romans 15 and verse 15. From the scripture above, Peter referenced his possibility to the miraculous gift they were given to all Christians who had come in contact with Christ's sent apostles. 2 Corinthians 12, 8-11 The gift were given to aid the establishment of the early church in an environment of great religious confusion. Ephesians 4, 11-16 In the same way, however, the, God, the God-given natural gift that every person has must be used for the benefit of others. God has given gift for ministries and to serving of others. 
it was only by the grace of God that miracles and other gifts were given. We must be awakened to the fact that God wants to use every one of us and be fervent and diligent to be true servants of the Lord as we respond and yield to the grace and gift He has placed in our lives. Several of us we receive gifts of God, but we maneuvered it. The gift were not properly used for Him. That's why the issue of serving grace has come to bear. How do I serve God according to the grace upon my life? How do I render services in, in, in the house of God? Or aside that, how do I render services to people around my life through the grace? And yet my life is becoming is becoming a flow of the life of Christ through the grace of God. Paul said, I became all things through the grace of God. He said he received the grace and apostleship, which implies that nothing a man has received that is not according to the grace of God. It also implies that grace upon a man's life we only open door for him based on God's determinant. Perhaps the gift of God is without repentance. When God gives you a gift, he wants to, to reciprocate and use the gift to serve, to serve according to the grace he has given to you. And I pray that the gift of God shall be real in our lives in Jesus' name. I'd like you to go with, it, with this understanding that all I have, both materials, both money, both anything, is according to the grace. I see many today, I see many today who are who are flouting their egos, flouting their mouth, thinking what they receive is according is according to their effort, and they keep struggling in life and ministry. Ministry is service. That is the reason why whatever gift you have be it healing gift, be it power gift, be it prophetic gift, be it serving gift, whatever it is, it is according to the grace. You've only received the grace because God has opened door for you. God has wanted to release that grace upon your life. So today as we go, let's have it in mind that the gift I have received is to serve several other persons around my life and to bring humanity to the knowledge of the saving grace of God. So you know the Bible speaking in Romans 12 and verse say, having then gift different according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy let us prophesy according to the proportion of it, our, our ministry let us use it in our ministering or he who teaches in teaching, or he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives, let him do it with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who show mercy with cheerfulness. That is Romans 12, verse 6 to 8. All we have received is to us the gift and the grace upon our lives. And I pray that as we go this week, the grace of God shall be available for us. Where others are laboring and struggling, I pray grace shall keep working for you. The purpose why Paul was able to excel among other apostles was grace. Was grace. It was not his effort. Even his teachings and ministries was received by grace. And I pray for you. Grace shall work for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. This is Refit Life. Christian Center. This is Living Seed Devotional with Apostle Thomas Atebile. God bless you. Amen. Let me appreciate you all of us tonight that the Lord has brought here this evening to minister and to hear his word. It's not easy for someone to live all his dream in a week like this and come to God's presence and hear because of Asimov Mishana rushing in. Maybe the children have been so much <laughs> on our neck. I think, but they've been coming late also. Glory to God. 
as people do to come live to glory to God, hallelujah it is well done in Jesus name we, we scale through this year in Jesus name the grace that sets people free I mean people through is always we see also in Jesus name alright tonight let's go to our series of our teachings uh, we've been looking at our series this month understanding the prophetic dimensions of God's grace that's been our series for this month uh, but today I'll be looking at unveiling five prophetic dimensions of God's grace five prophetic dimensions of God's grace but tonight I will deal with just only two then by next Wednesday I will deal with the remaining uh, three as God help us in Jesus name may God give us grace to see beyond next week in Jesus name Alright, can we turn our Bible to the book of Exodus 3? Exodus 3, verse 11 to 13, and I will also take verse 19. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend, and he turned again unto. Can complete that one? Now, and verse 12, and Moses said, of the Lord, see thou sayest unto me, bring up these people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou will send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Verse 13. Now, therefore, I, have, I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that thou I may find grace in thy sight and can and consider that this nation is the people verse 19 and he said I will make all my goodness pass before thee and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy upon praise the Lord Praise the living Jesus. Now, I have read to us uh, some critical uh, verses where Moses fully engaged the Lord to showcase in God that, Lord, if I have found grace in the sight, show me the way. We tell you these things from weeks ago about glory, glory, glory. How Moses engaged God on for glory. And I will look at this the same things also. How Moses Say, Lord, if I have found grace in thy sight, now show me the way. One of the ways that a man will know that he has found grace in God's presence is for such a man to see people. Anytime you are with God in God's presence and nobody is favoring you, it's a sign that you have not fully found grace. If you have obtained grace enough, men and women, they will come to your aid. On Sunday, I made mention about that, that Jesus Christ was growing in favor of man and growth of whom of God. We put that favor means grace. It means that when you find grace before man and before God, it's a sign that God actually has opened every open life. Amen. So tonight, I will deal with majorly two out of these five dimensions, which one of us must start into. Now one, I call it sanctifying grace. Can we say it? Sanctifying grace. Let's say it. Then number two, strengthening grace. Yes, there's a dimension to which we are being strengthened by grace. Number three, sharing grace. Sharing grace, yes. Sharing grace. Then number four, serving grace. Yes, I get it. Number one on Sunday, the saving grace of God. Yeah, all this is their time, their ways of grace. One, saving grace. Two, sanctifying grace. Three, strengthening grace. Four, uh, what's the fourth one? Sharing grace. Then the fifth one, serving grace. There's a grace to serve in God's house. There's a grace to share. There's a grace that God's helping you. I will show up tonight 
Another of the following our devotion over the day, I talked about our satisfying grace on Tuesday or Monday. On Monday, then on Tuesday, I gave you strengthening grace. Then on today, I gave sharing grace. Hallelujah. I think of us that are following the half WhatsApp, you will see those things there. But that does a tip of a nice bar. I always share tip about it in our devotions. Hallelujah. So please, I want to follow tonight. No much time today. We'll finish on time and we'll leave, we'll leave our good grace. So there's a dimension to sanctifying grace. Now, let's let's read 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse chapter 3, verse 8. It says, Grow in grace. And in the knowledge of whom? Of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said what? Grow in grace and in the knowledge of God. There's a way you grow in grace. There's a way you keep growing. You keep growing. You need to burn. You keep growing in grace. I will show us now. Certified grace. Grace was instrumental. So God bringing us into be saved. It was grace that God placed upon us to save us. Nobody deserves to be saved. Amen. And also, there's also what a grace which God has used to bring us into this realm. If you see any man growing, growing, and he has no any time to fall back to sin. What's he bringing? Grace. That's why I find grace. Every time you find you look past it, wow, is it me that's actually this thing? It's not me. It must have been grace. Let me ask you. You see, my today, we have seen people and met some people during this protest. Ah, I think I've said it here. I saw them smoking and said, Lord Jesus, and these are very strong persons. Why can't I be smoking? Grace located me. Of course, I'm not as better than the person by the gift of creation. We are saving. But grace located me. He was and let me for me. That is smoking. is humanizing does not make me better than him. If I'm not here, we can make him better than you. What grace can locate a man beyond what you think of? After all, I was talking about a man which I met. Which I read about inside a, a, a book. This man was a smoker, a drunkard, humanizer, Yahoo Yahoo. In fact, he has gone beyond Yahoo Yahoo. It has gone to Yahoo Plus and Yahoo Times. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yahoo Plus and Yahoo Times. You know, Chams. If I get Yahoo Plus, is is a, 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 a Chams. He's time to do those things. So, this guy, but a, one day, somebody gave him a letter to be invited to a meeting where he met Jesus. That's what I sings. Amazing grace, how sweet that's right. It's a song to be singing every day. Why? To acknowledge the grace of God in your life. One aspect of God's grace that has helped us in our growing to God is a, is a satisfying grace. Satisfying grace is a grace which God satisfies you and I daily to become perfect, to become greater from the world. Let me ask you another question again. Is it your grace that you cannot abuse those who are who are who are reckless, who are destitute, who are unclean, uncaring, those who are beggars? Is it by your effort? No, by grace. By grace. Now, what is satisfying grace now? What do you mean by sanctifying grace? Sanctifying grace is God's power and ability to purify us and enable us to live a holy life. Sanctifying grace is God's power and God's ability to purify us and enable us to live a holy life in a corrupt world. It's God's power and ability that helps us to live, to live God's power and God's ability to bring us, to, to help us to live a holy life. It's not to end. It 
like, go and, and say, I will not sin. You see, anytime you make everyone to sin, that's when sin comes your way. Anytime you say, oh, this flesh must start, this self must start, that is when sin will come to the Lord and say, oh, glory of God. I won't sin, I won't lie, I won't stay. That is when you sin will come and tempt you. And if you fall, it's not a yasting that you are totally lost. No. But it's a stone that, it's a step that you are still able to deal with all Amen. You say, oh, I won't get angry. I won't get angry. Some person might provoke you to get angry. But that lies on you to begin to check where have I made a little errors? Amen. Amen. A few days ago, I was somewhere, as we agreed together, but then on Sunday, I went to meet the man with dog in my heart. I was, I didn't use my temper, my God grace. I, I was stacking my, my temper, and I went there and I said to the man, the man said, please go. The man begged me, apologized. He saw how I was even shaking tears. I was saying tears. I was saying, please, sir, help me. And the man just said, I should go. He said, if not very well, then we have to leave here together for, for, for years. The man said, I should go. Do you know the following day? I go to that call. They broke my name again. I said, Oh, Lord Jesus. There was a pastor. The following day, I got another call from the same person and wrote me and she spoke my name. And I said, if you listen to what people are saying, you will never go for what they say. You never listen to what God is saying. That's why I had to say, I was so tender, so calm. I explained my heart is out to the man. I demand to go. I will handle it. I will deal with matter. Who tells me? I demand to deal with it. He tells me matter. I saw the result. But they must be back. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I said, there was a bastard. I know. The person passed on me the following day. I was in the operating when I received the call. I said, car. I wanted to explain. The person banged the call off my off my off my off my phone. Okay. I said, Lord, I hand over everything to your hand. That's why my wife and I will sort of not to answer anything again. Yeah, that's why. You see, even when you are not ready to get angry, some persons they will force you to get. I know what I should do. As for taking a legal sense to what the person. Yeah, I've got to the early police for the ready to deal with the person. Yeah, but just my person no, no, we should not go to that extent. That's of course we are we are okay, but we don't go to that extent. So I, I thought I have to let go. But you see, there's no way on your way to the cavalry, they will get you annoyed. How do you control yourself? I had prayed. I was even on fasting that very day. For you to know how I was prepared for the matter. But the following day, I got the end of my head. Now I said, okay, it is where everything is in God's hand. Hallelujah. So, sacrificing grace is God's power. God's grace, God's ability. What you can do, God is using you. I will show up today how Paul, how Paul was saved. Sanctified and our purpose strengthened despite the suffering. Today I was here studying, I was praying, and God put my eyes that nobody has ever suffered the way Paul suffered. And yet, God strengthened Paul. And yet, Paul was sitting for one day, held away. Though we call something a project, it don't do We call it a project. You know, amazing means. You defending your gospel. If I say, Gloria, are you okay? I will start to say, Ah, Pastor, by God's grace, my head is right, I'm not okay. <laughs> Thank you. You are defending the gospel. You are defending yourself. Please, you ask a question. I am okay by grace. So, it's not a crime when you start to be apprehensive in your, in your behavior, but you must do it with understanding. Amen. Number two, sanctifying grace keeps us from being defeated, contaminated from the world. Anytime the world is going like this, you say, no, I won't go like this of the way of the, of the, way of the world. You are, because grace is available for you. 
When grace is removed, you can do not do. When grace is already out of your life, you can see those who are misbehaving today. Don't feel like they are not under grace. They didn't get grace enough. If you are not grace enough, grace will be ready for them not to do what they are doing. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Now, sanctified grace also is the impartation of God's holiness. That's a grace. It's an impartation of God's holiness. That is, the holiness is a part of God. God imparted his holy life upon you to make you holy, acceptable, living sacrifice. Romans 3 verse 1. Living sacrifice unto him. That's what we call sanctifying grace. Grace, not this month, many will labor. Many will struggle to pray. Many will struggle to read us in single verses of the Bible. Many will struggle even to go to go for service. Why? Even many will not talk that of service. Why? Grace is lacking. When you see man walk with grace, such a man will not miss our our service. Such a man, you can find grace in his life. Hallelujah. The word, from the word sanctified, it means holy ones, it means saints, it means a life that is divine, that is consecrated, a life that is well separated. The Bible says in Acts 13, from verse 1 to verse 9, it says, Separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas, for the word which I have not I have assigned them. It means that Paul and Barnabas was separated, was consecrated for an assignment. Amen. Amen. Are we together? Yes. Hallelujah. So, be set apart means be sanctified by grace. Be sanctified by grace. Now, if you see a child that is growing, growing, if such a child has not grown to be matured, it can't lay hold on any inheritance. Am I correct? It can't because why? He has not grown to, to be matured. Likewise, we Christians, since we have been born again, there must be a time to which we are growing in characters, in behaviors, in attitude. That's why you see some Christians which are still babies. Can see God back, back, and back. If I see John now, no matter what he has done in the past, must start by what about him. If I'm fully born again, somebody said, Because I have Holy Ghost in me, that will challenge me so much. Remember the verse I mean? Say, Because I have Holy Ghost in me, that will say, Wow! A telling and a morning act. I saw a morning act with him. Say, Because I have the Holy Ghost in me. Holy Ghost is not my wife. Of course, you can report somebody to somebody, but that person is so that you are not born. It shows that grace is lacking no life. It shows that grace has not really worked at all. If I see some Christians is they do what I want to do. I check the person and look in my spirit and say, This person is born again. If I say it's not born again, no wonder. That is the first thing you must understand. Is he or she born again? No matter what, grace is available. We're done. Grace is available. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. She's eating uh, baby's food inside there. Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. God, when you look at how we're being saved, if you look at John 15, verse 5. We have been, we have been abiding in grace, in, in divine. Also, we have been justified. Romans five verse one. I want to show us how God sanctifies us. Number one, I said, we are, as we abide in divine daily, studying the word of God, praying, fasting. We are, we are, we are gathering grace in God. 
Anytime you have the foliation on the effort tree to pray and fast, it was because God has bestowed the grace in you. How many people can go and fast and say, let me, let me go and feed my heart, my soul, for seven days without eating? It takes a man of the grace. Hallelujah. Are we together? It takes a man that's got a revelation of grace to say, oh, please, I'm entering one bush. Either I die or I die, I don't care. I want to go on some days dry. Either my stomach, my liver, everything comes together, I don't care. Let me go and pray. It's a grace. And until grace is available for such a, such a move, you can't do it. Number two, we are being justified by grace. That is Romans 5 verse 1. Then we are dead to sin. Romans 6 and verse 11. Three, we are being alive to God. Romans 6 and 11 again. Then we are being free from condemnation. Bible says there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who walk after the spirit and not the flesh. Free. We are being free from condemnation. That's number, number four. Then number five. We are ears of God and joint ears with Christ Jesus. Then number six. We, are, we will become a new creation in Christ. First Corinthians chapter five and verse seventeen. Bible says, "If anyone is in Christ, is a new creature." Behold, all things are what are passed away. All things have become new. That I'm showing us what you must understand about your satisfying grace. One, I said, we are, we abide in Him, in divine. John 15 verse 5. Two, I said, we are, we are being justified. I am justified. Romans 5 1. Then three, I said, we are being dead to sin. In the in our process of satisfying grace, we are dead to what to sin. Then number four, I said, we became alive to God. Then number, number five, I said, we are free to condemnation. Free to condemnation. Then I said, again, I said, we, we became ear, ear, H-E-I-R, ear of God, and don't ears with Christ. Romans 5, 17. Then I said, I said, we became a new creature. That was when our sanctification is complete. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As we joyfully and boldly proclaim this truth, we renew our mind to our new identity in Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sanctifying grace brings us into the truth about God. About God and about His coming. If your sanctification grace is 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 faulty, I can assure you that you cannot be glorified in one If you are properly not sanctified by grace, and then you, if you die not being sanctified by grace, your being glorified in one will, will be in shambles. Because sanctifying grace is what needed to be glorified in the last day. Please take that book, please. It's helping me. Number two, let's look at strengthening grace. Strengthening grace. I have looked at sanctifying grace. Let's look at let's look at strengthening grace. What is strengthening grace? We are looking at grace, grace, exceeding grace. We have any grace, spirit of grace, abundant grace, sufficient grace. There are how many until your eyes is open. See, not by efforts, not by struggling. If you are selling paper, already paper, you can build house that's what that's working in the bank. Yes. I have seen a man, a political show, was a banker, he has taxi in this Akurela. He has taxi. They sat in the van who was watching <laughs> because he has a bad bone already. He has something to fall back. What? He's a bad boy, he passes, but he didn't think of no one that, that all these 30 men 
they are dubious. No, he bought taxes, gave it out to Jehovah. They gave him money back as a return. Everybody, that's wisdom. Hallelujah. So, a paper seller by grace can build mansions. Even a beggar of the street can build houses like those of you that are working 24 7. Why? Grace differs. As I said, we can be age mates, but we are not grace mates. Grace differentiates between, between a, a destiny partner and someone that's not carrying destiny. Hallelujah. Now, what is strengthening grace? Strengthening grace is God's power and ability to energize us and inspire us to live victoriously. Strengthening grace, like I said, is God's power and ability to energize us and inspire us to live victoriously. Hallelujah. It's God's power and ability to energize us to, to reign, I mean to live victoriously. Also, it helps us to reign over every challenges and circumstances of this world. Amen. It helps us to reign over challenges and circumstances of this world. Strengthening grace keeps us from being defeated. It helps us from being defeated, from being destroyed, from being taken away. I'm going to show us how Paul was strengthened in the Bible today. Are we together? Are we together? Studying grace is an impartation of God's might, strength, and ability into our lives. Are we together? Studying grace is what? It's God's, I mean, impartations put into us. Also, like I said, studying grace is love empowering. Is love what? Empowering. Hallelujah. I work together. Let me show us some of the ways God gives us his strength in Old Testament. If you take Exodus 15 and verse 2, it says, The Lord is my strength and son, and he has been my salvation. Also, Nehemiah 8 verse 10, Nehemiah said, The joy of the Lord is my strength. So it says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. It's in, it's in Nehemiah 8 verse 10. Psalm 27 and verse 1 says, The Lord is the strength of my life. Also, Psalm 27 verse 14 says, Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your hearts. And show us what our God gives us his strength in the Old Testament. Amen. Amen. I hope together. Psalm 29 11 says, The Lord will give strength to his people. You see now, that God, God has promised his strength to us and he has given it to us. Amen. Psalm 37 verse 39 says, But the salvation of the righteous is from the, the Lord. He is the strength in the time of trouble. In the strength, a time of trouble. Any time when you are in troubles, ask for strengthening grace to see you. Ask for the Lord, I need to strengthen me. Somebody, somebody, somebody lost in your hand. You need grace to to bear the loss. On strength, my friend, my friend sent me a a photo of his father that died. Wow, he died, and I, I was aware that he had been sick. For a few months now, and as he died, just post to me on WhatsApp to see to prepare for the burial. I said, Okay, the Lord will help us. It's his father that died. He was just showing me to invite him to the burial. So that said, and I said, Oh, may the grace of the Lord comfort your heart. Something we have to strengthen in within and without, or else one can lose directions. 
Hallelujah. Psalm 46 and verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength. God is our refuge and what? And strength. We check Isaiah 40 and 29 says, God increases our strength. The Bible says, the Lord shall do what? Shall lead us strength. They shall mount up use as what as eagles. They shall walk and not walk weary. What is that? God's strength. How can a man climb mountains? The hills that might men are climbing and they are sweating. You as a child of God, you climb it easily. Why? God's strength. Hallelujah. Also, in New Testament, God also gives us his strength, grace. In New Testament, it was those strength. God gives that is might. His ableness, his ability. But in New Testament, God shows us his strengthening grace. If you look at Philippians 4 13, he said, I can possess, I can do all things through Christ. The word that strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That means that I can eat the sin. Through God's grace, I can I can pray, I can fast, I can eat, I can do all things. Why? The strength, the might, the grace of God that He has infused into me is helping me. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Getting strength from God was not kind of fringe benefit. It was absolutely necessary that we operate in God's strength. Yeah, and you are doing until you ask for strengthening grace. You only labor and labor in vain. Be working and work from Monday, Monday to Saturday. If God does not count your efforts, going to be a waste. Am I going to keep at all? I want to get at all. If God does not grant your efforts with grace, forget it. Bible says, by arm of flesh shall no man do what prevail. I met a guy, a member said today, I was asking why not to say work on Sunday. Like we said, it was doing brick laying on Sunday. I said, okay. Monday, you go to work. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday again. Go on Sunday. Two hours starting for God. You are still struggling. I said, okay. Grace is not, not, not on your side. Say, if you have found grace, little effort, eh? bigger words. Results. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. At times, we wear the way. We wear the way and we have tears. Paul has faced many wearing the way, many tears in the way. But he said, I can do all things through Christ that's tempting me. If you look at 2 Corinthians 11, 23 to 28. Can we go there? Second Corinthians chapter 11 from verse 23. Let's bring our Bible together, all of us. Second Corinthians chapter 11 and verses 23 to 28. Let's go to the last word. I want to read the teaching tonight. Second Corinthians. Okay. Chapter 11. Alright. Let's go to 23 now. It says, And are they ministers of Christ as big as a fool? I am more in labors, more abundantly in stripes, more mayors, in prison, more frequent, in depth of other place. Other place. He said, Well, look at it. He said, I am more in labor. Eh? What does that mean? He said that in labor, there are many disciples. He was always in preaching, so winning, church planting. Now look at it. He said, I brought in stripes. What do I draw stripes? To flood someone in the That is Paul. On many occasions, he was beat to death. 
He was struck to death. No matter, said, another big white, for I will show him how much he must suffer me. And he actually both suffered. But grace was there for him. Look at this, continue. He said, Above measure, in prison, more frequent, in death often. It means that prison yard was open to God always. For one prison to the other. From death to one death, it was first with many death and many afflictions. But yet, grace was there for him. Amen. Let's continue. 34. So of the Jews, five times received ah, 40 stripes. <laughs> Imagine 40 stripes they beat him. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Ah, God. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered chipwrecks. A night and a day I have been in deep. In journey, often in pens of waters, in pens of robbers, in pens of my own countrymen, in pens of enemies, in pens in the city, in pens in the wilderness, in pens in the sea, and in pens among false brothers. Let me stop there. You can see. You know what I read this this afternoon? So I see I've not read this read before. He was suffering. But if you look at Second Corinthians. Chapter 12, verse 8 and, and 10. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 and 10. He said, For this thing I besought the Lord thrice that he might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness for thee. Most gladly, therefore, will I gather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Verse 10. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmity, in reproach, in necessity, in persecutions, in distress, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Hallelujah. The song says, Let the weak say, I am strong. Let their forces I am rich because of what of what has done for me. Like that. Amen. Now, what Paul is saying is this that God's grace is enough for me. Now, Paul has one infirmity in his body. As I just started reading this Bible, he was in prison. He besought the Lord that this infirmity may be taken away. And God said, But my grace. It's not for me. That's what we call steadily grace. He suffered in prison, in Paris, in water, in even his own countrymen suffered it. But yet, he said, What? Look at that verse. Then I am strong. What am I doing out of this place? Paul faced many troubles, he faced many challenges, but the grace of God saw him through. Those as well, we have to know when we face with many challenges in life, even this year alone, this year alone is a big challenge to us. Am I correct? It's a big challenge, it's a big blow to me. In fact, I never thought that this year will be like this for me. Not early this year, I got a small contract somewhere and I said, Oh, fine, this year will be great. I will pray. 21 days we were praying. We were praying. I was fasting. I know that the devil too has his own plan. And the OJ scattered. Much early. But we take a course in all things. We are more than what? Conquerors. That's the, that's the glory must gain God. Thank you. In all, I am more than conquerors. Paul said, well, God said, My grace is enough. It means that there's a dimension of seeking sufficient grace. There is a way you must ask God for an abundant grace. The Lord, let your grace that is enough for people like Paul, Peter, let it be enough for me also. Or else I will wash away. Or else I will be destroyed. By my strength, I can't go anything. By my effort, I can't go far. By me walking from pillar to post, I can't help myself. 
but grace. Paul said, even in this infirmity, I have glory. The song says, Tea my cup, my glory shall be. I don't know the song very well. Can you put that songs? In the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever. Tea my joy, my soul shall Yes, mm, the river. That song is a very song to me that I must, we must sing. The first time I will learn it, that's grace. You must glory in the cross. That the cross has come to cross you. And now, nothing, you know, at the point I read the place about Paul, I became disturbed. Who is this Paul? Paul is too much. Paul is too much. A revelation, a river, understanding. At the point he said, he said, and I went up by that what Paul had, Peter cannot judge. Grace. Look at what Paul did in the Bible. Paul went beyond what Peter did. Grace. The grace of Peter is not what, what grace what Paul had. They had different grace in different dimensions. What does it mean? It means that let's check 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And Verse 8 and 10. Let's go together. Second Corinthians chapter 8. I mean chapter 1, 8 and 10. Say, For we would not, brethren, have the ignorance of our troubles which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of the mayor above strength, <laughs> in so much that we despair even of life. Look at very well. Let's take it very well. Let's take it proper with calmness. Look at this. Said, For we will not, brethren, have you ignorance of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure above strength. Amen. Above what? Strength. They were pressed. They were beaten. They were tormented. They were even, they were, they were stressed. Beyond their capacity, that would prove that place. Paul was saying that beyond the strength we have, we are being pressed, we are being beaten, we are being disturbed, and was reporting to the people. Hallelujah. Above the strength we have, then verse 9 says, But we are this, we have been, we are the sentence of death in ourselves. That we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raised the dead. Verse 10. Would deliver us from so great a death, and don't deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us again. Paul was too much. Despite all he went through, yet he was in need on God's grace. He leaned on God's strength. That without God's strength, he can't do it. That's why we are studying this topic today, strengthening grace. Until we beg us, Lord, and it was strengthening grace that the big well men are falling, the big well great men are falling, that grace is true. Amen? Amen? Do you know that it was grace that saw what we did? After he became the job of state, it was in prison. It was grace. That brought our prison to, to the throne. Yeah. People like Abaka, that. People like Kenya, that. It's not that go out, not that Kenya, not that Kenya. Not that one, not that one, not that three, not that. They were imprisoned to that, they all died. But grace singled him out to become Nigerian president. Grace. Grace was blessed to have been a man from nothing to something. But to show me a man that is calm in his world, he will sit forward, prince and princess. And diligence is not bought by effort. You can't buy big diligence by effort. You can only buy big diligence by, by persisting before the world of and taking for Christ. Hallelujah. So when we are proud, self-centered, Self-reliance, self-sufficient. 
we are not, we not yielding into God's strength at all. That's why we are studying this verse today. Anytime you trust in your strength, in your efforts, in what you can do for yourself, that, oh, I have slain a trade, I will heal my deal, for question of my deal, you only see yourself. Eh? I'm telling you, it's only grace. Only grace. That's why evil people and worried person, they can be trading, they can be selling badly alone, and they will beat us. They can be selling ordinary badly, ordinary tire. Just one trade. One trade, and they will sit down here. Fine. You can see the selling globe. Globe. All globes. Big, white, green, blue, red. Globes. And they will make it. That's animal for you. Grace. Anytime you are trusting that, the Bible says in, in Psalm, it said, don't trust in the strength of a horse. Don't trust in the strength of an horse. You know how, how a horse runs? Brother, a horse does not rest. A horse does not get tired. It's a sad, I don't know where it is now. Maybe someone will remember. Don't trust in the strength of a horse. A horse will carry you, but a boy will get a boy will be tired. It will be tired only. So anytime you put your trust that, oh, yes, I have the strength, I can go far without anybody helping me, you are only giving the grave. Your grace of returning back to zero. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you are trusting that strength, you are only yielding. You are only yielding to the strength of human being. We must learn to walk in God's strengthening ability, grace. We are not walking in natural ability. Natural ability will not help us. Natural strength will not help us. It is only God's strength. It is only God's grace that helps a man to go very far. That's why you must gain, you must gain revelation of this understanding. You must beg God for grace so you can go far in his work with him. Is this study? Is it academics? Is it, is it job? Is it marriage? Is it grace? I'm going to ten years by tomorrow. Ten years by tomorrow. If it's easy, we don't fight. We don't fight. We don't say, oh, Madam, be careful. Oh, God, be careful. You know, oh, God, be careful. Madam, be careful. But Lord, keep buying us together. Ten years. Any man that says ten years can last. That's that's the normal teaching that some married seminars it teaches. It's your grace. I have seen in my lifetime. I used to hear about it, I don't believe it. I have seen marriage of how many months? Three months that grace in my very hands. Before I don't believe it, but I saw it live. Three months, the woman passed her nose after I've said it before. She passed her nose and left the man. The was in the beginning of the talk about the travel. When he came back, the woman don't work out. She don't run away. No fight, no. No any challenge, no. She didn't fight. No need. They don't need. I think man said, let's do on this aspect, on this issue, and man said no. You are going to break. You said no. Who are you? Are you not working towards marriage? You are. But she said no. That was how man said, okay, let me go my way. And the man left. Before the man came out. But I got done back and didn't marriage. I was at the wedding. I was at the wedding to see the two of them. When they came to our house, they were, they were living in the same compound together. Grace. When grace is lacking, a man will labor. You will labor and struggle. But when grace is at work, every person without struggle, you see this, you see lies, lies falling. In Christ, Psalm 16 and 11 says, Life towards are falling in blizzard places. Why? Grace is at work. Rest your feet and start praying. Say, Lord, I need your grace. I need your grace. The grace has sought in my prayer. The grace has sought in my prayer. 
I need your grace, Lord Jesus. Grace. Grace. I need your grace.